The following message is a presentation from Grace Baptist Church in Kettering, Ohio. Can you imagine um, going out to your mailbox and receiving a letter from Christ? What would you do? If the return address on it was Jesus Christ the Lord and other, uh, other descriptive uh, names for him uh, from heaven to you what would you do I'd read it I'd open up I want I want to know inside I want to direct your attention to the book of the revelation and I want to set up what we will accomplish this evening for a few moments We are gathering together as a local assembly, a local expression of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, What we do here uh, is important, and not because of us, because of him. This is his body gathered together. And uh, it's an amazing thing that God has chosen to work through groups like you and and me, gathered together in churches like this, uh, to accomplish his mission in the world. What a blessing. I want you to look at verse number 9 of chapter 1, and I want you to see what is said here. Jesus has just told John who he is. I am Alpha, and I am Omega, the beginning and the end, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. And God's people say, Amen to that. He is the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, And in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. What's he saying? I'm here because I preached the word of God. I'm here because I bore the testimony. I bore witness to Jesus Christ. I'm here uh, as a part of my persecution. I'm here uh, serving for the Lord Jesus Christ. And what does he say? Well, in that place, not a pleasant place to be, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. What day is that? Sunday. Today. Why do we worship on this day and not Saturday? Because Jesus Christ rose on Sunday. It is the Lord's Day. And so this is a day that we give to him to gather together with his body. And I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. Now, he heard that on that day, but what are we waiting for someday in the near future? The trumpet sound, and what a day that will be. And this is what he said, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. At some point, there was a church mailbox that got a letter from John with a letter from Jesus in it. Real people like you and I. I don't know how many people were in those churches. I don't know if they were gathering in a front room. I don't know what, what their church looked like, what their services were. Uh, I do know this, that they received a letter from the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was his words to them in specific. And you know what? God thought enough about this 
these letters that he was intending for these churches to read, that he wrote them down for our learning and for our instruction in this day. And so we go on. He says in verse number 12, And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about with uh, the paps with uh, a, a golden girdle. His, hair, his head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they, they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. How many of you uh, have been by a waterfall? Maybe in Niagara Falls? And the rushing sound of that water? It's deafening. I mean, it's powerful. Just think about that. John heard the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ as the voice of many waters. Verse 16. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength and <laughs> noonday. I mean, the sun was bright. So, I mean, this was a, this was a brilliant portrayal, a brilliant appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ to John, verse 17. And when I saw him, I uh, went up to him and gave him a high five. people that think that that we are going to enter into the presence of God in heaven kind of in a cavalier way um, are sadly mistaken. Uh, Why? Because we're talking about the Holy Son of God here. And so it says he fell down at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. No one else can say that, friends. No one. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. So be it. And have the keys of hell and death. Aren't you thankful he has the keys and not a church? That he has the ultimate authority. And it's according to his word that, that, uh, that people will uh, either go to heaven or hell. Verse 19, write the things which thou seest or hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. So that is really what the whole book of, the outline of the book of Revelation is what, what has been, what, uh, what will be, and the things that are hereafter and, and so on. So it, it, it's outlining the book of Revelation. He's to write all this down. And then he says this, verse number 20, the mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. All right, Jesus is going to tell us. He's going to break apart the mystery. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. What is being said there? The pastors of the seven churches. Uh, they are the leaders that God has placed over those, set, on those seven churches, not as Christ, but those serving Christ to minister to those churches. And I'll tell you something that has comforted my heart oftentimes is the fact that Jesus portrays having pastors in his hand. Yeah, he has this all in his hand according to John chapter 10. Doesn't that encourage your heart? We're all, our salvation is secure in him. 
But he, he, he paints a picture here. He has pastors in their hand. But he goes on. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. So he, he's saying, listen, I, I, I am keenly aware of what the pastors and what the churches are doing. I'm walking in the midst of them. I am there. I'm present there with them. I'm walking in the midst. I'm there. And I have a message for these seven churches. Now, I, we have to understand that the message goes far beyond, the application of this message goes far beyond just those seven churches. It's a message that God intends for us to learn from even today. So tonight, I'd just like to look at these seven churches, and here's how we're going to go about it. In a moment, seven different men are going to read the letters from the seven different churches here. And we are going to simply read through these letters, and I want you to imagine as if God was sending one of them to Grace Baptist Church. Jesus sent these to a church. And I believe that we can take instruction from these seven letters just hearing the voice of Jesus talk to another church, right? And so I want you to give attention as we read through this. Try to, uh, uh, to hear, and, and guys, as you read it, uh, we don't want to rush through. We, wanna, we want to read them with thought and, and allow the words of the Lord Jesus. If you notice inside of your Bible, chapters 2 and 3 are what? Red letters. This came from Jesus Christ. The whole Bible did, but these came to churches just like you and me. Uh, before I call up the guys, I want us to do this. I want us to look and see where in the world were these churches at? Um, why these churches? And just notice with me uh, that over in the part of the world, you can see the Mediterranean Sea to the south there of that, that, um, that arrow or that, uh, that marker there in the center of the map. And you see the Mediterranean Sea to your right would be Israel. Uh, there's there's uh, Cyprus in there um, as an island, but up in Asia Minor, um, in between Greece and Turkey there, uh, which is, this is a modern-day map, is these churches of Asia Minor. And uh, you can see it a little bit more clear on this, on, on this map where exactly those churches were. God specifically wrote to those churches a message to the church, but I believe to Christ's body as a whole in this day and something that we can learn from. So as we go through this, we're going to read uh, straight through these. And what I'd like for us to do is have the guys to get, uh, come up and be ready uh, to read. And so as to, to, to help facilitate this, um, guys, if you'll come up here to the front, and as the one guy is ending the letter, if you'll be ready to come right up. So come up the stage this way and then exit this way. If we do that, and uh, let's be ready just to read through these. Let's give attention to it. And as they get set, we will pray and ask God to bless our time of reading uh, tonight. So guys, if you just kind of get in the order of, uh, of your letters as, you, as best as you can remember. All right, there we go. Well, let's pray and ask God to bless our time reading his word and hearing from Jesus tonight. Father, thank you for our church family. Lord, I want to even just pause and thank you for the men of our church family uh, and, Lord, their desire to follow after you. And, Lord, we're all in a journey of uh, Christ-likeness together. And thank you that you have blessed this church with men who desire to follow you. And, Lord, I pray that you continue to bless our homes and our families. But bless our church, we pray. Lord, you wrote these letters to a church just like us. And... Um, Many of these churches, Lord, you wrote in your letters that they, they had problems and they veered off course. Lord, we want our church to continue strong for you 
in this day. And so help us, we pray, even as we receive instruction directly from your word tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Revelation 2, verse 1. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them, which are evil, and has, not tri and has tried them, which say they are the apostles, and are not, and has found them liars, and has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou hast fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I come unto thy quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, and thou, thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give thee to eat and the tree of life, which in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. And on a side note, somebody once preached and he asked us to always ask, do you love Jesus today? And I have that on that verse. Amen. Amen. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, these things saith the first and the last which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know that, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are in the, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things saith he which hath the sharp, sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seed is. And thou holdest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam who taught Balacto cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saying, He that receiveth it. And unto the angel of the church at Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. 
and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works, and charity, and service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the children churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and the hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you, I say, and unto the rest of Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which not have not known the depth of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And unto the angel of the church of Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, and that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received, and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If, therefore, thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith, He that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not. But do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee 
from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to, uh, to them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, and beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art neither, thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and need have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with him in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. I'm going to ask you in a moment uh, for a couple of inputs on what you uh, saw in the letters or what stood out to you in the letters, but I wanted to talk to you about a, a few things. Uh, Smyrna was the only church that is not given a, a reprimand of any kind. And particular to Smyrna, they were going through intense persecution. The Bible talks to us about persecution, how it, it is the fires of persecution that refine us. And it's interesting that that is the church that was walking in a way that was pleasing the Lord. I also noticed that uh, in, in Sardis, though there were others within the church that were not 
walking in a way that was pleasing to God, there were a few that God said, these will walk with me in white. These, will, these are the ones that, that have a relationship with these, uh, me. These are the ones that uh, I will honor. There's a few. And it means that even in the midst of Christianity, even in the midst of a church, uh, that, that there, there's a few that, that had a heart for God. And just because other Christians are doing something doesn't mean that we have to, to follow suit. We can walk with God. We will be individually responsible before God. But I also am very, very encouraged out of, out of all these letters, there's always a solution. If God gave a reprimand, God always gave a solution how to return to fellowship with him. And if you look there at the church of Laodicea, especially we often talk about Laodicea as being the lukewarm church, right? Uh, they were offered this. He, he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and will sup with him and he with me. If you say, come on in and acknowledge the need of the Lord Jesus Christ in your, in your presence, in everything that you do, allow him back into the centrality of, uh, of the church, the centrality of your, your home, allow him once again to have the preeminence. He says, I'll fellowship with you. Isn't that amazing? And he wants that. And he gives every church the, the avenue back to that. And I, I believe even now, as we think of our church and churches across our nation, how Jesus longs to be in communion with us together. He longs to be in our church and, uh, and at the center of what we're doing. And so it's important that we understand there's always a solution back. Yes, churches stray. There's always a solution to return to fellowship with him. Notice one out of seven churches that Jesus selected to write to, one out of seven was acting in a, in, in a way that Jesus said, I, I, I am pleased with everything you're doing. And it was that one that was, was being persecuted, that one. And uh, realized that God wants a pure church. He wants us to be striving after him. And so uh, I want to hear, hear a little bit from you. I know this is a little bit different, uh, uh, different way of going about it. I, I want you to tuck this in the back of your mind because we're going to take uh, next year and we're going to deal with these churches on a Sunday night in, uh, in next year over a period of seven Sunday nights. And, uh, but I wanted to begin with, uh, with just kind of reading this together and having this moment together. So what are some of the things that stood out to you as, as the men read, read through? Thank you for listening today. For more information about Grace Baptist Church, please visit our website at gracebaptistofkettering.org. And remember... You are always welcome at Grace Baptist Church.